Hello there, it's the Obvious Brothers. We're on Anchor.fm. I'm Obvious Steve and... This is Obvious John. How you doing, John? I'm good, Steve, and yourself? Well, John, I don't know where I'm at or what I'm doing, but other than that, we're doing great. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Good. Yeah, it's the first week in a month I haven't been uh, podcasting from a hotel room. So I'm not sure whether this is familiar or or just uh, just another place I'm podcasting from. So, okay. <laughs> so that's the world I live in. Well, John, we decided that uh, we were going to do something a little different this week, or maybe not so different. Uh, if you're a longtime listener, we're starting to get excited about March Madness, and this week we're going to talk about brackets, and uh, we're going to pick our final four and our winner and. Uh, and, and an upset game uh you know uh we've done this in past years ahead of the curve and been wronger than wrong so uh we're looking forward to putting on a performance like that today too right john that is correct uh, yes you, you 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 got your wronger than wrong final four ready to go I'm ready to fire yeah is that right okay so for those of you uh following at home we're going to use a bracket from uh, a blog called bracketville uh, and if you wonder why, well, because Mr. Brackettville uh, one year matched the committee exactly, uh, and another year uh, was the most accurate uh, bracketologist. And you know, over the last five years, he's been the most accurate bracketologist. So even though he's not widely known, except in bracketology circles, uh, his accuracy has been really high the last five years. So we're going to go with him. And what he has, he had to put out a bracket yesterday, and uh, we're going to follow his and, and go from there. So let's start in the east where Duke's the one seed, John. You have Duke coming out of there? Yes. You do? Well, yep. well, think, well what's, your, think, uh, what's your take on, uh, isn't that Shoegate uh, a factor here? Uh, yeah, I think, you know, they, they, as they said, they're, you know, they said they're in no rush to bring him back. The injury sounds pretty minor. Uh, it's just a, a light sprain, um, which is usually a one to two week um, recovery time. And I don't think there's this big conspiracy that, you know, he's going to sit out. And uh, I think regardless, pretty much no matter what, Zion is, is a uh, number one pick right. in the draft. So you, you would have to really get injured, like really, really get injured to, to, for his draft stock to drop. Okay. So you 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 you've got Duke coming out of uh, the the East. Uh, do you have the bracket up in front of you? Can you run through uh, who Mr. Bracketology has them playing potentially? Uh, let me well, see. Their their eight their 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 eight game would be Ole Miss. Uh, their four game one four game would be LSU. And uh, the two seed in that bracket is Michigan as of yesterday. So you've got them whipping right through all those teams, right? Yeah, I mean, I think Michigan might be one of the only teams that can, can might be able to run with them there, uh, Michigan. But uh, the way they've looked here recently, uh, I've lost a little faith in them. I don't. Okay. Maybe I misunderstand how the game plays out. It wouldn't be the first time. But Michigan's not big enough to play with them, are they? Right. No. Right. Well, well, I, Minnesota has a pretty good-sized team, but they're not as talented. But they they have a lot of length. So, but but Michigan yeah. plays three or four guards all the time, right? Yeah, right. Michigan Michigan goes small, right. so they would have to try and meet them in a in a track meet. Right. I think it would be their their best 
All right, so that that's <clears throat> that's our number one. That's the East. That's pretty chalky at this point. So the West, which is played in Anaheim, since I had the bracket up, I can act like I know this off the top of my head. Uh, he's got Gonzaga as the one seed, John. Uh, so you have the Zags coming out of the the West. Yeah, this one, the way this one is set up, is an interesting bracket. Uh, you got the Zags at one. You got Nevada at four. You've got uh, Michigan State at two. Kansas at three. Um, uh, I don't. I don't buy this, Kansas, but okay. I think Kansas right. is overseeded there. And I think Nevada. The, you know they've had some weird losses, uh, and they've had some games where they've just completely mismanaged the ball, have too many turnovers. Um, Michigan State again is one of those teams that always seems to play well in the tournament. But <laughs> that, that hasn't been the story the last couple of years. So, uh, yeah. as I said before, I will never pick them again. There so you go. I wonder if you were remembering. Yet you, you you would never. Yeah, just as you say. Yeah. Uh, right. So so what do you got? Or is it? I'll my, take the Zags. I'll keep. I'll stay with the. I'll stay chalky. You're going to stay chalky. Oh well, I'm going. I'm going wild and crazy. I'm going with the Wolf Pack from Nevada. Uh, they have a, a great team going coming back. Do they have everybody coming back uh, from a, a team that made a deep run last year? Uh, I think the turnover thing, uh, that's the way they play, isn't it? They whip it around and the ball, you know, they're all right with that. I, I don't believe either Kansas or Michigan State out of the other half of the bracket. And I don't, you know, I've seen the Zags play a couple times. <clears throat> even recently because you know I was on the west coast and what else do you do late night but watch uh, west coast conference uh, basketball right uh, I'm right. not sure they have a quality guard uh, to get them there they got a couple of big guys that are pretty good but uh, they don't uh, they don't have the same kind of guard play so I'm going I'm going Nevada there all right okay all right okay. Right side of the bracket, as everybody seems to be putting it together, we're going to go to the south. It's going to be held in Louisville. The one seed is Virginia, who, uh, you know, I'm not going to get tired of saying this, is now famous as the first number one seed to lose the opening game, right? Correct. <laughs> you, you and only. And only, yes. First and only. Uh, and uh, so uh, they, they are the one seed in the south. John, what you got there? Uh, there's a couple teams in this. This is, looks like the bracket of death. Uh, you got a good Virginia team. You've got a surprisingly good Maryland team. Texas as a five seed. Texas Tech has played very solid basketball. Purdue is very good. Uh, Kentucky is really good. I would take any one of those five out of that. I would not be surprised to see any of the one through five seeds make it out of this bracket. But if I, uh, since we're making our predictions and I have to make a pick today, I'm going to go uh, out on a limb here and I'm going to take the Red Raiders. Oh, you love Texas. Uh, damn Texans. Okay. So you got Tech at four. Uh, and there's been. There's been lots of scramble, to use uh, my nickname these days, um, my, uh, in terms of the three, fours, fives, and, uh, and Tech is now the uh, Big 12 team on the four line. Uh, so um, 
yeah, we'll see how that all plays out. Um, I, I, I agree with you that there's a lot of potential. You know, not long ago, we, I remember we talked dark horses and I had Maryland as a, as a dark horse team there. So right. I've been high on them though. I, I worry as I look at brackets, you know, we're going to talk rules here in a couple weeks. You know, when we're, we're, we're uh, the week before you actually have the brackets come out. Uh, and you know, some team that plays in Dayton and wins a game always wins another game. So uh, he's got them playing Temple, Alabama winner. So I was trying to figure out as I looked at it, who is going to be the, you know, who's going to be that team this year. So and that's in Salt Lake City too. So that's you know that's kind of a not exactly in uh, Maryland's backyard. No, no, it's not. Geographically savvy. Well, let, let me just point out, uh, John, that's not in any basketball powers <laughs> backyard, really. <laughs> yeah. So out out of that, uh, I have Kentucky, who's playing really well. Yeah. Uh, beat Tennessee Saturday. Uh, you were quick to point out that it was at Kentucky and you were looking forward to the rematch, which is uh, maybe next weekend uh, uh, in Knoxville. But uh, Kentucky has really looked good uh, here. They seem to be gelling at the right time. Uh, and uh, uh, I'm, I, I keep repeating this about almost every sport we talk about, John. You're going to, have to do it so before I believe you can. And Virginia is just, you know, and uh, people talk about there've been articles written several years about whether they wrong, run the wrong system to go deep, blah 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 blah. But until they go deep one year and maybe get to a Final Four, uh, I'm a doubter. So I'm going with Kentucky. So yeah, and more than likely, let's say Kentucky wins that. You know, looking at the two seeds right now, you got Michigan. Kentucky, Michigan State, and North Carolina. Uh, I would say it's a tie right now between North Carolina and, and Kentucky as the number one two seed. Yeah. If Kentucky beats Tennessee again at Tennessee, more than likely I would expect them to move to the. Yeah, they'll they'll the swap places. They'll move on to one line, and Tennessee will probably drop. Correct. Right. So well, I would, that was a segue there into into the Midwest bracket, right? Because you, you know who I have coming out of the Midwest? Probably North Carolina. You you are you are the man, John. You yep. are the man. I would I would agree with that one. I have North Carolina. No, no, John, 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 John. The the Midwest, which we're talking about now, we slid into is uh, in Kansas City. The one seed in that, that the bracket bracketville's. Uh, uh, prediction this week has ten, Tennessee as the one, North Carolina as the two, and John has been on the Volunteers all year, and has been riding them like a uh, cheap Bronco. But uh, here he's getting off, John. Yeah, I mean they did. I was not impressed with, with them in that Kentucky game. I don't know. They just looked out of. They got. Biggest, it was a bad beat. Yeah. It was a bad beat. They looked. They looked out of their realm. Yeah. We'll see. I'll, I'll, I will be watching the next game intently to see if uh, Tennessee was just maybe a little unprepared for that game, well, or if, if, or the, if it was the atmosphere at Kentucky or what it was. But 
Um, we'll see how they play at home here. Well, maybe I can gain some faith. Not, not to segue into our what to watch this coming week thing, John, but they got a they got a big big game tomorrow, man. Uh, on the road again against the other great team in in the conference. Uh, so coming off the Kentucky uh, beatdown, uh, they they've got they have their hands full tomorrow at noon on ESPN. Yeah, we did, we had talked about that last week. You know, we we were gonna know who this Tennessee team was with this at Kentucky, at LSU, and then home in Kentucky games coming up in three of their next four games. So um, They did not start well. Yeah. Right. No, they're not off to a hot start. No. So, so John, I, I don't know if you noticed, but let's see. Your, yours, your uh, seeds add up to six. Mine add up to uh, a, a perfect nine, John, which is the, the average. Uh, in terms of another rule we'll talk about in a couple of weeks that the uh, Final Four team seeding has over historically uh, averaged nine. So when everybody's chalking it up, it doesn't very often come out chalky, does it, John? No. Mine yeah. add up to eight, by the way, mathematician. No. You've I got, got you've two got, ones, two ones, a four, and a, oh, and a, a two. I, I, I apologize, John. I, I, I yeah, I. We'll, we'll do, I, I had you with Kentucky. I was adding Kentucky instead of Texas Tech. Okay. Oh, I got you. Okay. I just, okay. Brain fart. Okay, John, there's always at least one 512. In fact, sometimes there's a lot of 512 upsets. And so we're, we're going to look here at what uh, Mr. Brackettville has. What, what you got in his 512s. And let me, let, let me list off the 512s. I kind of gave you a sneak preview a moment ago. He's got uh, Iowa State in Belmont in the east. Uh, he's got uh, Florida State and New Mexico State in the West. He's got uh, Maryland, as we said, as a five in the South with the Temple Alabama winner. And in the Midwest, he's got K-State playing the UCF Utah State winner in San Jose. What's the upset there, John? What sticks out at you? I am going to make the my bold prediction of the season. Yeah. There will not be a 5-12 upset in this year's tournament. Based on this bracket. Based on this bracket. I do not see a strong. The only one that uh, maybe. Just just stick with the, what you went with there, John. <laughs> yeah. Let, 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 me, let me be the dumb one here. So this is this is the one I have picked. And, and you're going, are you going to do the John thing? Where you no, say that's a home, so. that's a home game, that's a home blah blah blah. Remember, you used to do it at the NFL when I was doing dumb picks. Yeah. So here we go. I, I've got Belmont beating Iowa State. Okay. Yeah. I, I uh, state state can be good. You know, they were another one of my Cinderellas I picked earlier, and I think they can win a bunch of games. But they're also vulnerable because they don't play a big. They play uh, four guards uh, and. Uh, they just lost a game. Didn't they lose the other night? I couldn't believe they lost after beating Kansas State in Manhattan on Saturday. It was Saturday, right? Lost track yeah. of days. And, and uh, so they can look really good if their guard play is working and everything. Uh, and, but if it's not, they, they, they're very beatable. And uh, Belmont has a veteran, tough-tested team. I know they, I saw them play Purdue uh, November, December. And, you know, they look like a team. They've gelled some since then. 
Uh, they're a team that's kind of kind of scary. I don't think I'd like to be playing them uh, in in a first round game uh, as a double digit seed. So that's my that's the one I'm going with off this bracket, John. Okay, and I'll give you an upset off this bracket, a big one. Yeah, fairly big. Yeah, you I'll got Michigan. Vermont, Vermont over Wisconsin. Wisconsin. Oh, and, uh, it's, it's not. It's thirteen in right. the Midwest bracket. Okay, I was looking in in the East, but it's not in the East. Okay, for Vermont over Wisconsin. Yeah, Vermont fields a fairly good team. I am not a Wisconsin believer. I guess you aren't either. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, Hap Hap is a good player, but it's like Hap and the uh, four four dwarfs or something like that, and uh, they've been getting a lot done. Really feels overseeded as a four there. So I agree. Yeah, uh, you know this is. I heard. I saw it put well on. I think it was either Twitter or somewhere. Uh, ESPN this earlier this week. You know the Big Ten. Nice comeback from there. What three or four teams that were in last year yeah. to having probably eight or nine teams in this year. But is any one of those teams really? No, none of those teams is last year's Michigan team. Exactly. Right. I mean, do you really feel like anyone? I mean, honestly, I think the way they're playing at this point in time, I would take Purdue as probably the best Big right. Ten team. Right. Wash my mouth out with soap after saying that. But um, but if they don't shoot well, like you saw on Tuesday night, they they're imminently beatable. They yeah, need they need they need Klein, Klein and Edwards uh, to to make threes and shoot well. And they need some contribution from inside, and they well they got nothing from much of anybody the other night. So uh, yeah, telltale sign. I, you take a team like Virginia oh, if yeah. they get there. If that's a matchup that ends up or Texas well, Tech, you know, defensively. Right. I mean, that's that's a tough bracket. That South Louisville bracket. That's there's some there's, that's a gauntlet right there. Yeah. Well, if it you know as it's as it's put in this. Yeah, there, there, there's going to be some shuffles uh, between now and Selection Sunday. But, uh, yeah, that would be an interesting bracket. And, of course, uh, uh, there, there were all kinds of rematches for Purdue's run the last couple of years. And, this, you know, they played Texas Tech last year in the Sweet 16 and Iowa State two years ago in the 32. So, some play, play out of the Big 12, they're likely to play yet again. Um, let's... Uh, uh, change change uh, around a little bit here, and and talk about uh, game, games to watch. Lots of great stuff to watch in the coming uh, week. Again, John, we hit Tennessee LSU noon tomorrow on ESPN. Uh, yep. Iowa State is uh, at TCU tomorrow at two, and uh, both teams are kind of I don't know. They're so up and down. It's hard to get a handle on them. So. Yes. That that's my start for tomorrow, John. Uh, you got anything else tomorrow, or got more tomorrow? Also, on ESPN at two o'clock. Also, you got Ohio State at Maryland. Um, you know, Maryland is still trying to yeah assert their identity. I guess is one way to put it. I think they're trying to be number four in the conference. Get that get yeah. that Friday by in the tournament is big in the Big Ten tournament. In the double um, buy system, right? Yeah. Tomorrow night. Carolina is at home tomorrow afternoon against Florida State, coming off that big high off of, of 
beating Duke the other day. Yeah, well, they, uh, and so, they, they they beat him pretty bad. Yeah, so that could be a maybe upset alert there for for uh, for the Tar Heels. You know, if they're feeling a little little cocky. Yeah. So, what do you got for uh, KU uh, Tech tomorrow night at eight? That's gonna be a good one. Yeah. You get you tech, tech at home in Lubbock. Uh, yeah, a, a, I'll, take, you, I'll take Tech at home. You, um, you, a guarantee, 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 another one of our our classic guaranteed. They'll win by four. Yes. <laughs> no, I, I, as a matter of fact, I'll even they're going to win by two. Two, a two. Easy you're going, you're win. going, you're going, you're going skinnier. Wow. They're going to go with it. They had an easy win for two. This is a big game. I mean, easy. Kids, e- they're both. Both only one game back of, of uh, Kansas State. Right. If uh, KU is going to continue history here, uh, they kind of need to win this. They, one. they can't. But, yeah, uh, they cannot lose this one. No. Yeah. So because they can't, they can't the catch, predictor. they can't catch both teams in front of them if they lose this game. Yeah, the matchup predictor on ESPN. Yeah. Has uh, Texas Tech is a seventy-two point eight percent chance victory. Oh, well, then you're saying your two sounds like you you don't have it right, dude. So, yeah. uh, all right, let's go on. Uh, rest of the week, you got another game? Uh, no. No? Not in front of me. K-State, KU, Monday night at 9. There you go. Yeah, at uh, Lawrence. K-State, as you just said, leads the conference a game up. Uh, they play each other twice now before the end of the season. I think the, it's the final game, right? They play at uh, uh, Manhattan. So this is a big one. K-State uh, uh, screwed up and lost at home to Iowa State last Saturday. So uh, they need this win badly or else, you know, the whole conference thing's a muddle again. Uh, so, yeah, big, big game. Big game in the Big 12. What do you uh, – yeah, especially with only a day off. I mean, they both play – Kansas plays a pretty big game in, in Texas Tech on on Saturday, and then has late, off, yeah, and they, yeah, and they play a big one on on Monday. So yeah, yeah. I hope I hope that uh, big Monday money comes in handy. <laughs> well, why you, why why why, why, you, why you why are you laughing, dude? You know, it's, no, that was, that was funny. Yeah, yeah. That was so a good one. yeah, thank you. Uh, Wednesday, uh, since uh, we like the Big Ten, we, we, we keep talking about the Big 12. Let's talk about the Big East, the big game in the Big 12. Marquette at Villanova, 9 o'clock on FS1 on Wednesday. Uh, the game for the title, right? Regular season yeah, title. That's, yeah. That's a, that's a big one there for, for those guys. Um, I won't be watching it, but. No. No, you. Uh, I'll probably I'll probably I'll probably sample yeah I'll probably do a sample if it's in inter- it tight and interesting I might I'll probably stay up and watch the end you know okay yeah I want I want to see how the two teams are doing and um, you know when we start picking I need to watch more Marquette basketball uh, than I've watched so uh, okay. I'll admit I admit I haven't seen them play more than part of one game I think so. I think I saw I saw part of the first Villanova Marquette game that I thought Villanova should have won at the end. Uh, they lost by a point there in Milwaukee, uh, so I, I they're they're a three seed at this point I think, and uh, 
you know you got you gotta know what a three seed looks like when it comes picking time okay okay so we're, we're going we're going to change and we're going to start talking and talking about big monday money big monday money this week was uh manny machado goes to the who who do they go to the padres padres put the padres on the map i saw john put the padres on the map wow they have spent a ton of money in the last two years um i don't know that they're really i guess it's probably exciting for uh padres fans yeah probably uh so i i have to feel like it's a little bit of a shock and and you know i follow people who follow the white Sox and cover the white Sox. uh there's a claim that the white Sox really offered more money so there's uh more than a little butthurt about the fact that he, he went to san diego but uh okay so um is San Diego a contender with Machado? Who's their starting rotation? Uh-huh. Uh, Can you it, name their starting rotation? No. But you have to remember. I don't have the nickname Scrambled for nothing, John. Can you name one of their starters? Their ace? No. Which is kind of, you see where I'm getting here. Yeah, I know what I know what you're doing here, and you're you're straining my brain because I I do not I cannot name their pitching staff. No, no, I cannot. Can you name their second best player after Machado? Uh, Is it going to yeah. be Will Myers? Is that the answer? But anyway. Uh, so, so what, what, where we're getting here is uh, he didn't exactly step into a uh, pennant contending situation. So no. looks like he took the money uh, and wasn't too worried about, uh, you know, for sure contending, you know, like you would have, say, with the Dodgers, right? So there you go. Yeah, or even, you know, I didn't think, I mean, were the, was the White Sox such a bad bad place to go? Uh, yeah. Well, you know, they're awfully young. Uh, I mean, Abreu's all right. They have... Have a bunch of young pitchers who people think are going to be something, but they haven't been anything yet. So, uh, you know, a lot you'd be talking a lot of potential, and he'd be the senior statesman. So, uh, well, I think everybody always saw it was kind of a stretch uh, when these guys talk about, you know, I want to go in and win championships. Uh, neither the White Sox nor the Padres are probably winning the championship this coming year. So, uh, right, that's. Uh, Iffy business there. So he got 300 mil, right? Which was what? Supposedly, you know, and I haven't read deep into the stories, but supposedly uh, the Nats offered Harper that and he turned it down. So is Harper getting that money? Uh, well, who's, I mean, is it, hasn't it been kind of determined that the Phillies are really the only one that are, that are in the Harper race well, right now? Well, you know, they keep floating other names, but the Phillies have been number one Pretty much all along, yes. So, and uh, I mean, uh, yeah, I, I think Harper's better than I think he has more value than Machado, and I just like him better. I mean, Machado's such a douchebag. Yeah, but that's neither here nor there. Yeah. So. So yeah, I think he gets more. Okay, so so John, uh, 
The big question amongst the Twitter uh, crowd is the whole thing about baseball free agency and the fact that, uh, you know, everybody salivates about these guys coming up for free agency. But here we are in late February and Machado's just gotten a contract and Harper hasn't gotten one yet, hasn't signed one yet. And there's a whole series of dominoes behind them waiting to fall, right? So uh, they haven't exactly gone crazy with free agent signings yet this year. So uh, I I know uh, the term collusion is going on. What is going on that uh, baseball is not exactly hot on free agency these days? Well, our friend Swerve, you, you, you follow Swerve on uh, Twitter, right? You pay any attention? Yes. Yeah. And Swerve, Swerve, Swerve's got so much butthurt about the fact the Pirates uh, keep bragging about, uh, you know, third tier free agent signings and that they have money to spend. And, you know, like, like the Padres getting Machado, he's like, well, why the heck aren't the Pirates doing something like that? You know, uh, getting a piece like that, they can afford a piece like that. Uh, right. It's a lot of people don't understand. Fans don't understand why more teams aren't. You know, if 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 nobody's wanting to sign Harper, why aren't the Pirates jumping in with an offer? Right. So, but just for an example, but it's it's kind of it, it makes you wonder. And I guess what some of the tweets I've seen is it's about analytics. And the analytics, uh, you know, you think you can find ways uh, to generate to production for less dollars or fairly close to the production, right? So, uh, of course, you know, one of the write-ups I saw back when they first started was if Machado versus Harper, you wanted, you wanted Harper because Harper puts butts in the seats because of his, well, he has a flair for the dramatic, right? I mean, he's hit, he's hit game-winning home runs, you know, won the home run derby there in D.C., you know, just because, pumped up because of the crowd. You know, he's done all kinds of stuff like that that uh, he, he put he puts butts in seats, right? And eyes, yes. eyes on the TV. Even if he only hits 270 and 30 home runs, you know, he's likely to do something that people talk about uh, for, for a while and want to come see. So, uh but they don't seem to be uh, ready to spend the money to get that at this point. No, they don't. No, no, they no don't. I, I agree. I think I think Harper has a much bigger fan appeal uh, than Machado. Right. I mean, I don't think I don't think Machado has a lot of fans personally. But yeah, I think he's been a little too surly. I mean, I mean, he's got good numbers, and it's good to have a middle infield if he's playing shortstop who puts up those kinds of numbers. But uh, he does not do anything that fans get excited about in terms of his personality or, you know, as I remember, he choked like a dog in the the playoffs last year for the Dodgers, right? So uh, it wasn't the moment looked a little too big for him. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, well, John, we've uh, we've gone long this week, and uh, I hope we've entertained uh, the two people who are still listening to us. Yeah, so, John, uh, have a good one. Let's, let's watch a lot of hoops, and uh, next Friday we'll be 
down to the last week of college basketball season, and we'll be uh, well, we'll be almost crying, right? Yeah, it'll be. Uh, it's it's this is that end of that week there, that terrible week, you know, coming off where there wasn't a lot of sports going on, but now we got some, you know, we got this last push coming in. And it's gonna be it's gonna be good. Yeah, it starts picking up now. Yeah, we we can almost smell baseball season starting. Uh, and uh, and March Madness and uh, you know uh, I can hear the Masters music playing in the background. So ah uh, yes, yeah, the Masters. Wow. That's, that's when spring is officially here in yeah. my mind. Yeah, is that is that right? Well, uh, I, I I said the Masters, but what I meant was the uh, the Tiger Woods watched uh, tournament. So uh, there you go. Yeah, yeah, that's right. We'll yeah. be on Tiger Watch. We'll be on Tiger Watch. All right, John. It's been great talking to you. Yes, sir. Well, have a have good a one. Have a great weekend. Yep. Bye.